happened was for the first time in my life, I heard screaming in my ear. I cannot scream and yell at my spirit. Eh? Can you believe it? Once the streaming begins, the screaming will too. This is RPS Radio Paranormal Singapore. Hello, hello. Welcome to Radio Paranormal Singapore, a.k.a. RPS. It is Timo, joined, of course, by E.T., Mr. EMF himself. It has been quite a while since we've done this. Forgive us if we mess up because it's a case of having to get used to it all over again. How are you, sir? Okay, man. With all the COVID thing going around and stuff like that, it's really quite... I mean, really get so close to home that it happened at home and, and it was my helper that kind of... So it's just very, very tiring, huh? Okay, okay. So it's been quite a while since we last did this podcast, okay? And I know we kept telling each other, all right, hopefully when things kind of get back to normal and maybe when COVID kind of disappears, the situation gets better, we'll have more time on our hands, we'll get to go back to how things used to be, and this will allow us to get back to some regularity when it comes to the podcast. But guess what, bro? It's been months and things don't seem to be getting better at all. If anything, it seems to be getting worse. And and you, you just don't know when should you be doing this, should you be doing that and you want to hang out with your friend should I do that because if I do that then touch wood something happens and then you know we've got to be swabbing our nostrils every day I mean I, I've been swabbing my nose every other day right I swear now it can go so deep right? I'm almost touching my eyeballs with it I'm glad you you mentioned that it was swabbing okay because if we if anyone tunes in just the moment you say it goes in so deep it's touching my eyeballs they might think you're talking about something else but I, I think the irony is right the reason why a lot of people you know tune into paranormal supernatural hantu type podcasts is because you know they want to listen to scary stories but Seriously, what is scarier these days than COVID? In fact, down the line, when people want to listen to something scary, they're going to listen to COVID podcasts, bro. No, you know why? Because podcast is something they want to hear that they can't speak with their friends with. COVID, everyone's so talking. Like, what my kids talking about COVID? La. It's okay. Your kids can talk about COVID. As long as they don't get out of COVID, Touch it's wood, all man. right. Touch wood, man. Definitely. So now that we've warmed up a little bit, thank you, thank you to everybody who has reached out to us over the last few months. We appreciate your nagging. It did come across like nagging. A lot of it was, eh, hello. When, ah? Uh? When, ah? Uh? Like October, no, like your last podcast. It's already into a brand new year. When are you going to get started again? So we appreciate the interest. We appreciate the uh, constant reminders and uh, it's not to say we've been completely slacking okay you know over the last few months we have been gathering interviews and things like that so that we have something to play on the show something to discuss and so we have accumulated a little bit of a bank and we want to say thank you to everybody who has not only contributed their stories but of course introduced our podcast to their friends and then they got their friends to also send us stories as well just to get the mumbo jumbo out of the way if you want to reach out to Radio Paranormal Singapore there are a few ways you can find us on Facebook just look for Radio Paranormal Singapore we have an awesome possum professional sounding email address which is radioparanormalsingapore at gmail.com we even have our very own telephone number okay you can reach us via whatsapp and that number is 9148-0985 once again 9148-0985 reach out to us with any of your questions or your paranormal encounters and with that all out of the way what are we talking about today bro Hantu lah. What else you want to talk about? COVID meh. I guess a more appropriate question is who are we talking about today? Okay, we're going to talk about this um, 
really close friend of mine her name is Shirley uh, and she told me she's got this very scary story that you know it happened uh, during the Hungry Ghost Festival uh, so I decided to interview her but during the interview she said you know what after telling this story actually I remember I got one more story you know and really the story right just makes the hair just all stand up I mean I don't have much hair but it made whatever <laughs> hair I had left just stand at its ends two stories the first one involves a son let's get to it Actually, what happened was uh, my son, I think was on a Monday night, uh, last night of seven months. La. So he was uh, on his way back from work, quite late already, not quite yet midnight. So my son has this really quite bad habit of uh, acknowledging or saying hello or just like waving to uh, stray dogs and cats. I have absolutely no idea why he likes to do that. But anyway, he did that. Uh, and he was walking past this um, car park and he saw a cat a midnight black cat according to him sitting on a pole and our friend happily went uh, hello good evening what time was this again? Uh, I think maybe about 11.30 okay well, just before the gates closed man <laughs> our friend he reached home at about 11.45 like that he told me this story the next day the first thing he asked me was mommy do I look like there's something wrong with me ask him what's wrong he said uh, last night when he came back he has this I mean he before that he already has this habit of saying acknowledging cats and dogs and stuff like that and he said as he said that to the cat he said like hello hi as he walked away he felt this cold chill and he felt like there was something around him but he didn't really bother much so he just continued walking home so when he came home that night he couldn't sleep at all he felt like there was something disturbing him like scratching his neck uh, scratching his arms Do you feel like a human scratch or like an animal cat kind of scratch? Yeah, he wasn't sure actually that night he wasn't sure when he, I mean when he told me the next morning he wasn't sure he was just telling me that something disturbed him the whole night by 4am the next morning he said that something was trying to take over him like he was trying to sit on his chest and he was struggling so hard that he shouted very loudly he asked me if I heard it I said no actually I didn't hear anything sleeping it was about 4am so he felt like something pressing against him. You know, the Chinese have a, has a phrase that says, uh, 被鬼压. Yeah. Uh, so he has experienced that before. And he was telling me that it's not this same feeling. It was a different, different feeling. Okay, just curious because in, in our paranormal research, right? It's what we call sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. So does he sleep a lot? Or does he lack a lot of sleep and stuff like that? He sleeps, uh, I mean, I guess he sleeps a regular teenager. Okay. Uh, meeting he sleeps Which in the day lot, and la. plays game at night <laughs> <la>. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay. he sleeps in the day and plays game at night la. the regular teenage boys you know okay, okay. especially now he's not uh, he's waiting to go into the army Okay. so anyway he knows he knows the difference between sleep paralysis and uh, the yala. Okay, okay. Uh, so he said this was different it was not sleep paralysis neither was it the ya kind of feeling hmm so he says entirely different and he's never experienced it before it felt more like something was sitting on his chest and trying to go inside him mm. so he let out an involuntary yell he could feel himself shouting okay. so anyway he said that after that he he just sat up in bed and he couldn't sleep anymore and he went out to the hall and he said he finally could go back to sleep only when the sun rose a bit that was about uh, nowadays sunrise quite early like he said about 7 6.45 like that mm. he felt that he could go back to sleep and he went back to sleep 
So he was quite late for work the next morning, which was the reason why he was telling me and I, I sent him to work and he told me the story when I was in the car. Mm-hmm. So I was actually telling him 99.95% of the time, the animals are just religious animals. You know, they're just stray cats. It's just, why did you have to say hello to a midnight black cat on the last day of the you know, seventh month? Yeah. Then he was like, I didn't think of it, mommy. Okay, so then after that night, um, you know, then he, he slept in the day and everything. Then the, the next day and night, could he sleep or? Yeah, when he told me the story, which was the very next day, that means the Tuesday itself, mm-hmm. I actually gave him some chance, some Buddhist chance to play on his handphone. Uh, and uh, that day itself, I also played the chance in his room. Okay. But I couldn't actually sense anything in his room. Like, I just felt that probably whatever it was was attached to him personally and uh, it wasn't in the room. So whatever it is, I just played the chance in the room like, just to be safe, you know. So that night when he came back, I asked him, is everything okay? Then he said, I feel like it seems to be okay, but I'm not sure. So that night, that's the, the next night he slept, I asked him again, how was uh, his sleep? Then he said, uh, I'm not very sure if the thing is still in me because I played the chance like for the last two, three hours. Then he managed to sleep through the night. But um, actually before that, he already showed me there were some scratches on his body. Scratches on his body? So that happened the first night? I can't quite remember. Was it the first or the second night? I think it could be the second night. I think it could be the, because the first night, right? The next day, he didn't show me anything. Well, now you tell me my hair also stands up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah, the next day is uh, when he was playing the chant in his room. I, I don't know. Maybe the thing was angry and not happy. But I did tell him, I said, this is your fault. You have to apologize. You have to say sorry. You have to say, I didn't mean to, I don't mean you any harm. I'm really sorry, but you do. You have to go back to wherever it is. You know, you cannot stay here with me. I told him to apologize sincerely. Lah. That was the second night. Then the second day, yeah, yeah, correct. That means it was the second day because first day he didn't show me anything. The second day, then he showed me the scratches on his uh, arm. So uh, I didn't actually take photo that day itself. I only just took photo recently. Hmm. Uh, the scratches were still there. There was a scratch on his arm and there was a scratch on his neck. The arm one was quite obvious, but oddly enough, the neck one, I tried to take a photo. It couldn't quite show up on the photo. I took several photos, but none of them showed up. Yeah, no, because you sent me, you sent me, and then I, it doesn't look like anything. Correct. <laughs> Funny, <laughs> there, right? There are some, you can, you can actually see some faint lines. Yes, yes, yes. But it's not very obvious, yeah. You have to see it. Yes. But does it look like does it look like a scratch or does it look like a bite? Scratch. Okay. It because the like next one, scratch. the next one, you know, teenager, then maybe you know, girlfriend. So uh, I just checking, uh, bite, uh. I checking uh, whether you know, love bite or what. Uh, yeah, I I really I really don't know like, I can't tell it, it, because it simply cannot show up in the uh, the photo that I sent to you. I, I tried okay. to take a few lah, like, but it just couldn't show up. So when when he he didn't realize these scratches and everything, because I mean obviously he maybe was probably asleep. He didn't feel pain and suddenly jolted out of no. of bed or, or what. It just happened. He saw it like that. He only saw it the next day when he woke up lah. So the scratches are quite obvious. I would have seen it. I would have seen it actually. Mm. Yeah, but it wasn't there the first day. Lah. Only the next day, then when he woke up, then he showed me the scratches. So how is he now? Is he okay? I mean... No more already. Leh. One more thing on the ass. So the... I mean, in a way, the thing was probably him for two nights. Did his face look a bit different? Dark rings under his eyes or... The first night, yes. Yeah, dark rings under his eyes. But that, is it because of his lack of sleep or, or not? I think it's more like the lack of sleep. Lah. 
Okay. Yeah, because the reason why I ask that is um, many times when I do my paranormal research, sometimes people who are possessed or when they have something follow them right they tend to have dark dark rings under the eyes and it is not because of lack of sleep I assume it was lack of sleep lah <laughs> okay okay Haggard lah first morning after it happened he definitely looked Haggard lah so in the end what did he do how did he say sorry and what, what did he do did he go back to the place and say sorry or uh, I told him to go back to the place uh, so Tuesday itself on his way back from work I told him I said you along the way the same place walk by the same place don't come back so late already you know try to come back earlier walk by the same place you know stand there for a while play the chance through your earpiece or whatever it is you know your headphones and apologize very sincerely and say you know i'm really very sorry i didn't mean to invite you home you you don't belong with me can you go back to where you're supposed to be ah? then uh thursday itself, i asked him he was like uh nothing really i asked until today lah then apparently nothing really did he have any funny dreams or nightmares did he happen to say monday night itself he couldn't sleep right so he had weird dreams ah. he had weird dreams and he kept getting uh uh poke lah. he kept getting i told you right he couldn't sleep then it's like something will poke him disturb him not not scratch lah, more like you know poke him in the neck poke him in the back he said he felt like a cat lah. So the second night he still had dreams. Second night he still had dreams, but he could sleep because he was he played the chance throughout the night, so he could sleep. But he still had weird dreams, lah. Okay. This kind of weird stuff happens to me and my son quite commonly, lah. Radio Paranormal Singapore presents CSI Critical Supernatural Investigation. All right. Wow, that is uh, that's quite the encounter, Et. Obviously, you've had a little bit more time with the story. You did interview her after all, uh, but just you know, me taking a listen, basic observations, some reflections, and a whole lot of questions I have. Maybe I can pose these questions to you. You try and answer them if you can. Okay. So a little bit of a recap. This took place towards the tail end of the Hungry Ghost Festival. Last day, actually. It took place over maybe three or four days, where Shirley's son, you know, walks by a cat, midnight black cat, by the way, on a pole, says hello to it, tries to communicate with it, and seemingly, something followed him home after that, okay? One of the first things she mentioned is that when he came back, he felt like something was wrong, right? He had a feeling. But what kind of feeling was this feeling? Was it a feeling on his skin? Was it a feeling of being possessed? Was his skin on fire? Was it tingling? Because I couldn't help but wonder, right? If his skin was itchy or tingly, and sometimes it could be due to maybe a rash or maybe dry skin, it might kind of result in you subconsciously scratching yourself. Yeah, but I, I think I think the funny feeling um, she meant here, right? Because as, as you heard her, that this kind of funny things happen to her and her son quite often. So mm. I think the funny is different from our funny. The funny is, yeah. I think it's something supernatural lah, that he felt. Exactly. So I'm, tr- I'm trying to get a, a proper description of it, especially for those of us who have never encountered these supernatural feelings. You know what I mean? What, what is that? Is it supposed to feel like? Does it feel like alien, something trying to burst out of your chest? <laughs> you are your aliens. Ah. No, it just feels like someone's following you. you. You know, like, okay, so nowadays the MRT train's not so crowded. Lah. But you know where, where in the past, pre-COVID, where, it was peak hour 
and you have people just crowded around you. you you can have that distinct feeling of someone directly behind you you can't feel the person but you know that there's someone behind you because maybe um, he, his body is blocking the sound or something like that uh, you know someone's behind you in other words you know you're not alone la. yes but you don't see mm-hmm. anyone yeah I get that I get that I can totally understand uh, she also said right that um, she, he kept getting poked he kept getting poked, not necessarily scratched all the time, but it felt like a cat. Now, this I got a bit confused by because I've had a cat in the past and my cat never poked me. So I don't know what it feels like to get poked by a cat. <laughs> and also, I couldn't help but wonder, right? I mean, when he went to say hi to the cat, did he did he touch the cat? Did he pet the cat? Because sekali, you know, kutu or fleas or something like you, and then suddenly you develop an allergic reaction and then you want to scratch yourself. You watch too much Netflix, all of us are dead, <laughs> is it? <laughs> So she also mentioned that he didn't sleep all night, which is understandable, you know, because if he's freaked out, that could make him a little anxious. Not necessarily easy to go to sleep after that. He only slept when the sun came out. And, you know, the first thing most of us who subscribe to The Supernatural is going to come to our minds is that, oh, it's because the sun came out and chased away the spirit. But it could also just be human nature, you know, we're programmed to feel safer when it's bright. And that can just have calmed him down a lot so that he just eventually went to sleep. Next thing I wanted to ask was this Peikweya. She mentioned he felt himself shouting. But was he really shouting? Or did he, in his state, right, where you're not really conscious, you can shout, but then your, your body is not really reacting? Yeah, we don't know because it's either that or the whole family, the Shirley, her hubby, and maybe the daughter are sleeping really deep mm. because none of them heard it. Nobody heard. And, and their rooms are not too far apart because, I, I, I mean, I've been to their house. I, I know how the, how the rooms are structured. Okay, okay. Well, more on this possible sleep paralysis. Could it also be triggered by disturbances in your sleep cycle? Because she did tell us that now, you know, it was after exams. This boy, like any other teenager, was staying up all night playing video games. And based on what we know about sleep paralysis, can changes in your sleep cycle result and lead to sleep paralysis? That's a possibility, but apparently they have been through bouts of sleep paralysis. So... Apparently, he could identify that this time round, it didn't feel like it was a sleep paralysis. Last few questions that I have before I let you go through your PowerPoint presentation. Um, This hungry ghost thing, right? Hmm. Is it a thing where spirits take the form of animals? Because I've heard, right, legend has it that during the Hungry Ghost Festival, um, spirits come back and like your relatives, sometimes they come back in the form of insects, but animals particularly cats is that a thing usually they say they come back as insects but these are physical insects Mm, mm, mm. so the thing that disturbed him wasn't something physical true but i mean it must be related to the cat that he said hello to right i mean that's how the whole story started and it just made me think oh okay was it a real cat was it something that took the shape or the form of a cat because cats are strong in yin energy right um and if if so right should we avoid animals of all sorts during Hungry Ghost Festival? Then like that, all those animal lovers that are listening to us now so say, no way lah, they're hugging their cats and everything. Yeah, but it's their cats. These are strays. So maybe we're meant to avoid animals that we are unfamiliar with during that month. Hmm. Right. It's a possibility. Maybe we could ask the animal experts. <laughs> okay. Over to you, E.T. Okay, so what was interesting was it happened on the last day of the Hungry Ghost Festival. I don't know if that has any relevance to it, but I guess it had to be being the last day. Talking about cats, which is why just now I was just talking about cats and, and it being physical. Um, you know, Catholics believe that animals do not have souls. And yet, he said he felt 
in his dreams that he was poked by a cat. I still want to know how does a cat poke? Like cat you know, swipe, like the, right? That's that's maybe you lah. Your cat swipes at you lah. This one sayang, no very gentle. Poke? Like they tap on you, they want to makan, they tap like that lah. They don't have fingers. They cannot chocho. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they got a cute paws without. I mean, it's only when they are trying to defend themselves where their claws actually come out, right? Yeah. If not, they just like sayang you like that lah. Okay, 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 okay. All right, pawed by a cat. Pawed by a cat. All yeah, right. yeah, maybe. <clears throat> and so that, that that makes me wonder. So okay, uh, the scratches. I mean, it sounds very obvious that okay, scratch. Like just now you said the cat will scratch you. Uh. So the scratches he got could it have been from a so-called cat spirit? But then again, if it was a cat, then what could have been the weight that he felt sitting on his body? You know, like I said earlier, like maybe it's Garfield or what, but it's weird to, <laughs> to have both, you see. And yeah. why is it trying to get into him? So these are my questions. What mm. was the reason? I mean, for him just being nice and saying hello, why would a cat spirit, or if there is a cat spirit, want to get into him? So, so th- th- these are my questions, yeah. Well, I, I mean, if there was a spirit, okay, that was attached to this cat, whether or not it was a cat spirit, whether it was a spirit that was tompanging onto this stray animal, you know, how we're always told, right, that the one thing that spirits want is to be acknowledged. Because more often than not, they walk around, nobody sees them, nobody acknowledges them. And when her son was trying to say hello to the cat, obviously he wanted to say hello to the cat. But this spirit that was attached to this cat may have seen that as a sign that he could see them that he was acknowledging them and that's why he decided to hop along attention seekers yeah <laughs> this is why we just need to ignore all these stray cats especially during hungry ghost month okay so yeah those were my questions um mm. and then moving along right being a teenager with their sleep patterns um i think there's a very high chance for sleep paralysis to occur during because of the lack of sleep um why I say that um, although although they've been through a few bouts of uh, sleep paralysis and, and you know kueya and stuff like that but some things are just screaming out that it's a sleep paralysis why the weight on his body um, him screaming with no one in the house hearing it you know that, that weight that he feels on his body right was very consistent with one soul's misaligning with your body because when your soul misaligns in sleep paralysis, your body feels very heavy. So it, it may give you the impression that there's a weight on you. But actually, it's just that it feels like gravity is on you. But actually, it's just that your soul has misaligned. Your muscles, all these are technically not working and they're like deep asleep. So I, I feel that it, it's really pointing towards uh, sleep paralysis. The other thing is the dark rings under his eyes. Now, the reason why I ask that because, okay, then again, this can go both ways. Lack of sleep definitely gives you that, okay? But people who are under some sort of possession or have black magic cast on them, they have this similar dark ring patterns under their eyes. So I really don't know, but but let's move on to the next part. It's interesting how, you know, she said that they were playing the Buddhist chants and it helped him have a peaceful night of rest. Yes, but... He did say, right, that while he slept that night, that was not the final night of the encounter. Because even though he was able to sleep with the chance in the background, the next day he woke up with scratches. And that's why they thought that these chants may have offended the spirit. And that's why the spirit was scratching him. And that's why Shirley's told him he had to go and apologize to fix this situation. So it makes me kind of wonder, did the Buddhist chants actually help the situation 
or make it worse. Yeah, so that's the thing. How did he even get a scratch? I mean, you you saw the picture, bro. You you saw the picture. She sent you the picture, right? Yeah. So the funny thing is, I asked her to send me the photo. The photo didn't turn out any scratches. And her husband is an avid uh, photographer because they've been to South Africa and they took like awesome photos with DSLR. Mm. You could see it physically with your eye, apparently with her and her, her husband. But even with a DSLR, the scratches couldn't turn out in the picture. So that, that was, to me, even something even more paranormal that, than, than just yeah. a story. Because why couldn't it turn out? That's weird, right? Mm. So although as much I'm weighing or I'm siding or I'm going towards that it's probably a sleep paralysis because of his sleep patterns, but these physical scratches and the scratches not turning out in photos, right, really intrigued me. Could it really be something that we can't explain but then again the first encounter was on the last day of the Hungry Ghost Festival and the things that continued with him right the gates already closed so that's why I said is there any relevance to the Hungry Ghost Festival because they are wandering spirits that for some reason don't even go through the gates of hell I hear you right so spirits you can't see them we assume they're there the scratch we can see them we assume it's there you know what else we can't see but we know is there EMF <laughs> So my, my My conclusion to this As much As I would like to go For sleep paralysis As being an explanation The poltergeist Anyway This is termed as poltergeist Because when you actually Get physical injury uh, It is termed as a poltergeist This poltergeist activity Just sounds so Real That I need to believe it um, But what's interesting That it goes one level up That Only with your naked eye, are you able to see this uh, so-called wounds or injury? Uh, it doesn't turn out in any digital photos. Radio Paranormal Singapore. So this one was uh, many, many years ago. Let's start off with the middle part of the story first before I fill in the rest of how it happened. Nah. Mm. This one, it started when I went to... It closed down already. It's this very popular karaoke in Amokyo Central. Do you know there's a McDonald's at Amokyo Central? And then there is... Uh, at the McDonald's, uh, there is actually an upstairs. I think right now it's some shop selling all those houseware, homeware kind of shop. Okay, okay. It's the second story above. It's above the coffee shop. It's above the coffee shop. It used to be a karaoke. I mean, those people who used to live there, they go there. The moment I describe, they will know. They will actually know that yes, there used to be a karaoke there. Okay. Okay. So I went to the karaoke there. Then I went to the toilet. Everything. Then I went back to a karaoke. Then we sing. Then we went home. Okay. So that one I went home quite late. I went back quite late. That time I was still staying in Sengkang. So reached home at about one a.m. So I didn't think anything of that. Went to sleep. After that, uh, still nothing happened. After that. Then there was one night it was really hot. I switched on the aircon, closed all the windows. I don't normally switch on the aircon. Windows all open when I sleep. So there was nine, one night was really hot. Closed the window, closed the door, everything, switched on the aircon. That night my husband was working night shift. What happened was, remember just now I was doing, telling you about the Pei Gui Ya, right? That's actually yes. quite a common thing for me. It happened to me several times actually. So the Pei Gui Ya sensation came back. But for the first time in my life, I heard screaming in my ear. What? Screaming in my ear. What love? On top of the fact that I gonna press down, I heard screaming in my ear. 
and the screaming freaked me out. Okay, the pig guaya doesn't freak me out because it has happened to me many times. Most of the time, I know what I I can just get rid of it. But the screaming really freaked me out. The screaming went on for quite some time. I really don't know how long. I finally managed to push whatever it was away, and I actually sat straight up in bed. I was actually freaked out, really freaked out. The scream was it like? Beside my ear. Is it a a female, a male, or some creature? Female scream. It was a female scream. It was so loud. It's just beside my ear. So I don't know how for how long it went on. For sure, I don't know how long it went on. Then I finally managed to get rid of it. I got up, freaked out. I was completely freaked out. So of course I couldn't go back to sleep anymore. So there was a I can't remember what time. So many years back. So after that. I didn't bother about it because, like I say, it's not my first time paying with yeah, but it's the first time I heard screaming in my ear, so I ignored it. Nothing happened over the next few days. The next time it happened, again, I switched on the aircon, windows closed, door closed, my husband on night shift again. That was the second time it happened. So the second time it happened, the screaming in my ear and all that, I knew, I freaked out. I knew there was something very wrong. So was it the same? Was it the same voice? Yes. The same screaming, the same feeling, the same everything. The voice sounds the same, lah. Yeah, it's the same. So my mother-in-law is quite into this kind of thing. So I told her the story, and she was like, "Huh? Why got screaming in your ear?" Then I'm like, "Yes, I know, I know, right?" So okay, my mother-in-law also a bit freak out, lah. So she said, "Okay, uh, happened that that weekend she was going to Malaysia. She's quite into this, lah. Like I said, my mother-in-law. So she went to this Malay bomo and she spoke to this Malay bomo, this lady. And uh, this lady said, uh, in Malay, lah, your daughter-in-law ah like to go singing, ah. So she said when translated into Chinese, my mother-in-law asked me, 'Ah, 那个女人说那个呃，伯母讲你去唱歌台啊。'<音> You know the Tiyue Ge Tai? I wear my mother in law. I wear got Chang Ge Taiwan. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. She said, Yeah, the Malay Bomo say you go and sing song somewhere. You go and sing song, then you bring the thing home. Then the place where you go and sing song got black and white tiles on. Black and white. The place is where the thing follow you home is black and white one. Straight away, the moment she said that black and white, uh, singing, straight away it clicked. Because the karaoke where I went to the one I told you above Amokyo the the the, the coffee shop there, the toilet tiles are black and white. Wow. <laughs> so the Malay bomo told my mother-in-law that I go and sing the Thai at the place called black and white tiles. <laughs> so straight away she said that I knew. Oh, it must be at that karaoke that night itself because it was after that night that all these things started to happen. So it happened to me twice before I told my mother-in-law the story. So when my mother-in-law went to ask this bomo, this bomo tell her all these things, and this bomo told my mother-in-law, this is a female spirit and is hiding at the side of her bed. Wow, is hiding at the side of the bed, and I'm like, what? And you know what this Malay bomo can tell my mother-in-law all the way to Malaysia don't know a single thing what happened no she can tell my mother-in-law why it come out and disturb your daughter-in-law because she cannot get out of the room. I'm like shit. Both time it happened was because my room window closed. I switch on aircon. The rest of the time nothing happened because I never switch on aircon. It can go in and out freely on my room. But hantu can go through glass, ma. Don't ask me lah. Why you ask me this thing? I know hantu. I also don't know why lah. You know, okay, I also okay. don't know. So the bomo told my mother-in-law because it disturbed me the past two times. It cannot get out of my room. I then I ask my mother-in-law, how come it cannot get out of the room? Because I think the same thing as you, ma. It can go freely, what? Yeah. So my mother-in-law also told me, don't know. The bomo never say. The bomo just say that, uh, the thing. 
disturb you because it cannot get out of the room. And again, it clicked. The two times it happened was when I switched on the aircon. So I'm like, what the hell? Okay, never mind. So she gave me the... Wait, wait, wait. So, so is your aircon on now? Hello, different house, ah! Stop it, like <laughs> So, uh, oh, where was I? Ah, yeah. So the the Bomo gave my mother-in-law Kamiyan. Kamiyan is a, a kind of stone. It's a blessed stone that you can put inside this clay container and you burn. And then there's smoke and smell. Uh, so she gave me that clay thing, that clay holder to put the kamiyan in and to burn and she said walk around your room put it at the the lady said it's at the side of your bed she said it is hiding at one corner of your bed and yes that time one side of my bed is actually is actually almost touching one wall and the other side of the bed it has space but one side of the bed is actually touching a wall and the bomo said that it's at the, at the wall that side and where my husband sleeps so when my husband is at home nothing happens it only happens when my husband is not at home Oh. So I do the kamiyan everything already. So I thought, oh, happy should be okay already, you know. I did it for like three, four, or five nights. I can't remember lah. Anyway, quite quite a bit of time lah. So I did it already. Then I'm like, oh, okay, you know, everything should be okay already. So it everything was fine for quite some time. Then again, the same situation. My husband at work. I switched on aircon. I didn't think of. I didn't think of it anymore because I thought it was all over already. Mm. And guess what? same thing happened I got up pressed down and I heard the screaming in my ear this time the screaming included included vulgar language what? really? <laughs> yes I cannot scream and yell at my spirit eh? can you believe it? But okay so, so the vulgar word was in what language? honestly speaking right now I can only tell you at that point of time I knew it as vulgar words but if you ask me what language I can't tell you I have no idea and I don't even know how I know it's vulgar words okay mm. all I heard was screaming and vulgar words were being shouted at me so uh, this time it took much longer than usual for me to throw off this whole thing you know like to push it off me so it took a much longer time so of course I freak out even more lah so the next day I went to tell my mother-in-law again I told her I said mother it didn't work you know it, it didn't work the thing came back my mother-in-law also freaked out then she was like okay never mind I'll go to Malaysia again this weekend let me go and ask the Bomo uh, you don't have to come in with me I said okay fine so of course after that I did not switch on aircon anymore lah, no matter how hot it is <laughs> I think I, I think I, I think I will die. Yeah, <laughs> I just said. What to do? I rather die of heat. <laughs> you know, the hello every yeah, night yeah, screaming. Yeah. Oh yeah, can't course. sleep. I cannot. Someone I cannot, got vulgar words. Someone. I think not happy because I use the kamian. So anyway, she went to uh, speak to the bomo, and the bomo acknowledged that yes, this spirit is very powerful. Then she told my mother-in-law, this time I don't need to give you anything. This time I will settle it on my side for you. So my mother-in-law asked her, what is she going to do? Then this bomo told my mother-in-law say uh, there's nothing I can tell you that you will understand and there's nothing you or your daughter-in-law can do just wait for it to take effect wow. so I'm like oh you know at least when they gave me the kamiyan it was like there's something physical I could do to, to like get rid of it like something I can do you know like so you feel reassured now it's like there's nothing you can do everything is done on my part you just have to wait so both of us were like oh shit oh, oh, okay alright that's fine no that's fine let's just trust in her this is what you call faith faith, <laughs> faith. I don't have a choice I cannot switch on aircon so 
anyway uh, I waited lah I waited so okay again because it was so many years I really cannot remember how long I waited all I knew was one night in the middle of the night I woke up my, this time my windows were open I didn't switch on I told you I never switched on aircon so my windows were open when I sleep I directly face my window so what happened was I heard screaming again I'm like whatever it is didn't work already but when I woke up I realised that nothing was pressing on me and the screaming was not in my ear and I was in that state of half awake half asleep you know the Chinese call pan mong pan sing it's really I was half in a dream and half awake I wasn't fully awake but my eyes were open and I was looking at my window and you know what I saw you know the Chinese new toma mian yes the Chinese new toma mian I saw the Chinese new toma mian holding on to this spirit Okay, mm-hmm. and the new Toma man was going to bring this spirit down, and this spirit was screaming all the way down. Wow. I tell you lah, I tell you, sorry, my hair was so stand. Okay, my own hair was so stand, even though it was so many years. I actually saw in that half dreaming, half awake state, I saw new Toma man. One arm on each side of the spirit, and they were dragging her down, and she was screaming the same scream that I heard. Mm. They were dragging her, screaming all the way down, and that's it. Wow. End of story. Radio Paranormal Singapore. Wow, that is. Uh, I don't even know how to react to that. <laughs> Something pressing you down and screaming in your ear. But obviously, the first thing that I'm going to ask, and you asked this question as well, ghosts can go through glass and windows, right? Mm. Why is there a hantu that's trapped in a space? Because you left the windows shut. I have a theory for that, which I'll reveal in my CSI in a while. <laughs> okay. Well, a few more questions that I wanted to bring up as well. Maybe you'll be able to answer. Maybe anyone tuning in will be able to answer as well. First and foremost, I do want to know a little bit about this kamyan. The mother-in-law went to the Bomo, brought it back. She burns this stone. The smoke is meant to cleanse the room. It reminds me a little bit of that Western practice of sage. You've heard about the, the herb, right? Where they burn the sage and it's supposed to get rid of negative energy. Does it work in quite the same way? Uh, I think it's a bit different. Um, so the kamyan is actually made from the bark of the benzoin trees okay very much is actually uh, mistaken for frankincense frankincense actually made from a different tree bark okay but over here in in asia where where we are i think a lot of people uh, liken it to frankincense because it's quite common i think it's originated from indonesia and then malaysia and stuff like that (laughs) so basically the kamiyan um, is usually offered as an incense uh, to appease uh, spirits uh, in fact, uh, I, I came across one feng shui site that actually says that if you burn the kamiyan, right, it actually helps to offer some sort of protection and removes blockages. So I'm just wondering this part of remove blockages. Did the BOMO uh, specifically prescribe the kamiyan because they want to remove a so-called blockage in her room so that this entity could actually leave the room? I'm not sure. Which leads to the, the part where, where you were asking earlier, can't entities just go through the window and stuff like that? Yeah. This is something which I, I, I maybe the next time when I meet Shirley, I should ask her. Maybe she might have forgotten. Maybe they did a blessing on the house and stuff like that. And maybe, you know, through that spiritual blessing, they might actually cause a spiritual barrier over the doors and the windows. Okay. Yeah, so so that could be a possibility why the entity couldn't escape every time she turns on the aircon. 
But then again, do these supernatural barriers work the same way as physical barriers? Where if you open the door, then the barrier also opens. Or is that barrier around a house regardless of whether what physical doors, openings, windows are open or closed? Field, right? Force field, right? One exactly. Force field. Yes, exa- that's exactly what I mean, right? I have no idea, bro. <laughs> so if anybody understands, you know, metaphysics, all this barriers, you know, please let us know, okay? Write to us as well. But uh, another question before I throw it completely to ET, right? About the language, you know, you asked her, right? What language was was this hantu or spirit yelling to her in? She says she doesn't remember. She just knows that the hantu was very aggressive and was swearing at her. She she knows it were vulgarities. She just can't tell you what language it was, and that kind of reinforces, right, the belief that we have that spirits communicate in a language other than what we speak or what we know. They communicate through feelings, through emotions. They don't have to use words to be able to get their intentions across. Technically, that can be defined. And speaking in tongues as well because technically the true meaning of speaking in tongues is speaking in a language that everyone from any race or any any language boundary right it just transcends that everyone will understand what you're saying mm. and the last one that I was going to ask is how come a bomo can call the Chinese deity new to mian to come and fetch a stray spirit wow, I didn't think of that very good question. To your knowledge, right, in, you know, maybe the Muslim faith, right, in Islam, right, is there also a counterpart to Newtoma Mian that's in charge of policing the spirits? The, so, the so-called soul collector. Okay, in the Western world, it's known as the Green Reaper. Um, but I'm not too sure about the, the Muslim belief, though. All right, once again, if anybody knows, please let us know, okay? What do you got for us, E.T.? Yeah, the first thing I actually want to know is... Why did this spirit follow her home? Was her energy level down? Maybe the singing was terrible at the KTV. No, actually, it's the other way, I'm thinking. Maybe the spirit actually enjoyed her singing so much she wanted to hear it for life. Or could the spirit somehow feel that some sort of connection when she sang? Maybe it was her favourite song or something like that. I don't know. Mm. But another thing that I really found interesting was how can this Bomoa, all the way in Malaysia who doesn't know anything about her party life, describe everything with such details until she even know the colour of the tiles of the toilet. No? Psychic, medium, I mean, we heard of people like this all around the world, right? Yeah, but you know I'm a big sceptic of all this, right? Yeah. So, it really intrigues me on the accuracy. Yeah. Well, that said, I mean, if you want to go the sceptic route, right? We don't know what else the mother said to Shirley that may have been inaccurate, right? And it's human nature to always just remember the things that happen to be correct. Yeah, but the thing is, the mom didn't even know that she went to karaoke. But the Bomo person may not have known that she went to a karaoke either. Bomo person only said you go to one place where they're singing and there is, you know, there's black and white tiles. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Bomo knows it's a guy. Chances are, he, the person will say it's singing, la, but it's a female. La, so I, re- I don't think the Bomo will be so tuned and say singing. la. So th- this was what that shocked me because of the accuracy of that. Okay, then the, then the next thing was the burning of the Kamayan. After burning it, it seemed to help for a few days, right? That's what Shirley said. But then I think it totally pissed the spirit off lah, because he started hurling vulgar words at her. Which is why I want to know more about this Kamiyan thing. Is it meant to, to appease a spirit or is it meant to chase it away? It's meant as a form of protection as well as to appease spirits. But it seemed to make it worse. Yeah, clearly this spirit was not appeased by the gamian. Yeah, so maybe the fellow wanted a different aromatherapy smell. (laughs) (laughs) 
So according to Bomo, this spirit apparently very strong. So I have no idea how the Bomo conjured these two soul collectors to go pick up the fella but obviously something was transpired over there which also brings to another interesting point over the years right of how we conduct our funeral rituals because you should conduct it according to your you know your faith that you believe in because around the world there's so many different uh, stuff right that relates to the same thing but in different cultures and different beliefs that are different for example like I said the ox head and horse face it's like in the western world it's known as the Grim Reaper right where they come and guide the souls back to where they're supposed to be going so the question that I want to ask is so does this also mean that if we do not conduct proper rituals the dead will become wandering souls I mean we can go back to the previous story right where we talked about Hungry Ghost Festival right are we to believe that there are only spirits that are wandering around during that month no what right we hear about these stories all the time right so i think that's the part where it differs from culture to culture you touched on a good point earlier where you have these deities doing similar roles across all different religions and different faiths for all you know they could all just basically be the same person but reveals themselves in different ways depending on your cultural beliefs right the Bomo may not necessarily have had Nyuto Mamien in mind when she decided to solicit some help but because Shirley is Chinese and I don't know what Shirley's faith is but maybe because she relates to Niu Toma Mian that's why this deity appeared in that form I guess it's something like you know whenever you order food and then the nearest grab driver comes picks it up lah. the correct person picks it up <laughs> okay so so in conclusion what do I really think about this case um, honestly it really does seem like some sort of a haunting okay where a soul actually follows you home uh, attaches to you why I say that because the Bomo had such accurate information um, the screaming in the ears is something that's not common honestly uh, with the many cases that I come across the screaming in the ears it really it, even now as I'm saying it right it sends shivers down my spine and then how the soul collector brings the soul away I really do think it's a haunting but actually what's that thing within me deep down right that I really want to know is was there a reason the spirit actually followed Shirley home could it be something that the spirit actually wanted to tell Shirley or warn her about? I can tell you what she wanted to tell her, what the lesson she wanted Shirley to learn. Save electricity. And turn on the fan. Don't leave your aircon <laughs> on all the time. Open your windows. <laughs> Radio Paranormal. All right. Well, thank you very much, of course, to Shirley for sharing those two stories with us. And of course, follow us once again on Facebook. You can reach us through the comment section. Send us a direct message as well if you have questions or better still, if you have an encounter to share. Or you can also reach us via email. Radio Paranormal Singapore at gmail.com uh, you can find our whatsapp number on the facebook page as well okay and if there's one more thing i'd like to just ask everyone if you do enjoy our content on whatever platform you're listening to us from please leave us a good review uh, maybe a five star rating and most important share our content with your friends and we'll catch you on the next episode of radio paranormal singapore you're listening to radio paranormal singapore and they're listening to. <laughs>